She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to She Loves Herself, the podcast. Happy Friday, everyone. Today's episode is a little bit different from our typical Friday episode. But before we go into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about today's sponsor of the the podcast. Today's sponsor is someone who is really close to my heart and a company that is really close to my heart. Um, It's a company called Mindful Talent. Now, many of you listening to this have, have possibly heard of Mindful Talent. And I know that there'll be a whole bunch of you that hasn't. Mindful Talent is the coaching academy that I trained with four years ago. Um, Ali Gray, um, one of the founders of Mindful Talent, um, who's also Lynette's brother, by the way, I first connected with Ali four years ago and I will never forget the first conversation I had with him. I had just come out of um, corporate or I was just coming out of corporate. I was terrified like literally terrified I'd never done a, an Instagram live a Facebook live and I know they're kind of everywhere now but even four years ago that wasn't really a thing that anyone that I knew was doing um I had this dream to start my own business and to be a coach and it seemed like a dream that was just so far in the distance and unreachable and when I spoke to Ali Um, And I had my first discovery call with him because I was keen to become qualified and trained as a a life coach. It was just the most amazing conversation. You know, when people say to you, um, sometimes you forget the conversation, but you never forget the way the person made you feel. Well, that was him. He made me feel like safe and heard. Like for the first time in years, I'd been in corporate for 21 years and I never felt that I could really be my authentic self. And just in that moment of speaking to him, he gave me hope that I could. And I remember him saying to me, like, you're you're born to be a coach. And I was like, oh God, I just needed someone to to tell me that. And so I trained with them, I qualified with them. And since then, I obviously then went on and met Lynette, which is Ali's sister. We've you know, our relationship has blossomed into more like sisters, business partners, the, you know, and Lynette and I then went on and shared mindful talent with lots of other people who then were inspired by us, who then wanted to become a coach. So if you ever listen to me and you think I'd love to do her job, or maybe not the way I, the way I coach, you know, everyone's got their own unique way of doing it, but maybe there's a way that, you would love to become a coach and have your own business. And, or maybe you don't even want to have your own business. Maybe you just want to train and becoming a coach. Maybe you just want to enhance the job that you're in just now and become an amazing coach for your employees. Um, or maybe you want to really understand yourself more. Um, I would encourage you, if you have this desire, then grab it. It is the best decision, one of the best decisions that I've ever made. Um, and even if you're scared, like have this conversation with Ali. I know that they are enrolling right now for their new transformational coach program. So I'm going to drop all the links below in the show notes. So if you are interested in joining that, then do it. Like have the conversation with Ali or someone in Ali's team. 
um, take that leap of faith because you will not regret it. And we need more conscious coaches out there helping to change lives, helping to shine light. Um, yeah, so I'm, I will always be forever grateful to Mindful Talent um, and the people that I've met and the people that I've then gone on to be able to help because I said yes, the lives that I'm able to change because I said yes to that opportunity. So I'll drop the show notes in, guys. Any questions, drop me an email or you know, send me a little DM on Instagram and I can answer any questions that you have about it. So before we go into today's episode, as I said, it's a little bit different. We have no guests today. Now, there is a reason for that. I have another two Fridays after this and then season four is done. So my guests that are coming up for the next for next Friday and the following Friday were, were ending so, so powerfully. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to take this opportunity to talk to you um, I know I do the Monday love punches, but I wanted just to share some real stuff about me and my journey and why I've sort of gone in the direction that I've gone in. So I, you will know, obviously with season four, it is definitely different from season one, two, and three. I started this podcast over a year ago now because I wanted to number one, embrace my own vulnerability, but number two, encourage others to do the same. Living in, living in a world where, invul- <laughs> living in a world, can't even get my words out, living in a world where vulnerability is cool, like vulnerability is sexy. I remember sharing this vision with people like three years ago when I went to a Rich Litvin conference in San Diego and I said the words I want to make vulnerability sexy in a room full of hundreds of like top coaches in the world and I was shaken but I thought I have to say these words I cannot leave this workshop like this three-day course in San Diego I traveled all the way there I cannot leave here without speaking my truth um and I did it And I've interviewed the most amazing people on the podcast who have been willing to be vulnerable. And what that's done is it's encouraged other people to do the same. And then as I've been on my journey, and this is the thing I say to people all the time, as a coach, you need a coach, right? We can be amazing coaches in this business and I can really coach people powerfully and help to transform lives but you know so we often can't see our blind spots we know but we we don't know and this is why I always work with coaches that that will help me go even deeper than I believed imaginable um and I will always invest in coaches and I have done you know, ever since I started, ever since before I even trained with Mindful Talent to become a coach myself, I hired a coach and my coach, I've worked with her for four years now. And some people might say, go to other coaches. And I have gone to other coaches. I've went to some really great coaches. I've I've enrolled in some programs that, that resonated and others that didn't. But I learned something from each and every single coach that I have worked with. Um, so investing in yourself is incredible and that's one of the other the best decisions I ever made as well was investing in myself 
2021, I made a decision to invest with a coach. And I shared this in a, an episode, the one just before Christmas. And it was the, probably the biggest financial investment I ever made. And I remember going into that, having a, an idea of what I wanted coached on <laughs> and coming away from it, not with the thing I thought I was going into. This person, David Vox, when he, when he coached me, he, um, he took me into this place where I, I believed I was embracing vulnerability, but oh my gosh, he saw things in me that I was not fully embodying. And I had tried to, like I had enrolled, I invested in other coaches. Um, and th this part of me that I'm talking about is the sexual layer. So the sexual layer of my being is something that I really struggled with. Um, and I couldn't ever figure out why. And he knew I struggled with vulnerability and that pace. And gosh, he got me to a point where I honestly thought, I feel like I have been dragged through a hedge backwards 10 times over. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I, I remember feeling frustrated, angry, emotional, oh, frustrated, angry, emotional over and over and over again. Um, I would try and think my way out of it and I couldn't. And I, I knew I needed to surrender, but I just didn't know how to let go. So our coaching journey was incredible. But even when we finished that coaching journey, because I only worked with him for three months, it wasn't until, you know, three months, six months, nine months after that, that everything started to finally land. Um, he really started to open me up to that space that I had closed off for so long um, and struggled with. But I knew I had this deep desire to go there, but it was like my nervous system like was shutting down. It just wouldn't let me do it. Um, and so I then went and worked with my other coach who, I, who I've worked with for four years, Laura. And um, at that point, Daryl and I decided to work together. And we had some couple coaching. And it's so funny because even as I say these words, if I if someone had even said to me 12 months ago that I would be on my podcast talking about intimate details about my own relationship, I would not have believed them because my belief even 12 months ago was that you can't talk about someone else. Um, you know, your relationship, it's not fair on Daryl, it's not fair on your children and all these things and all these beliefs, you know, you have a responsibility, you have a duty as a mom and, you know, you can't make these decisions. It's not fair. And working with Laura in that space after David, it allowed me to understand that I didn't, I couldn't not speak my truth, right? By actually not, fully allowing myself to have that space and meet that need for myself and speak my truth and say the words of what I really, really wanted. And I really, really needed without stopping myself because I felt like I had a duty to other people that I would be selfish, that it was wrong. And um, when I let go of the attachment of that, everything got easier. I remember sitting in sessions with Daryl and I, um, with Laura, and I, I remember I couldn't even look at Daryl in the sessions because I felt so uncomfortable and so vulnerable 
And it's so interesting because I know there'll be people listening to this that know Daryl and I and think, oh my God, you know, they must have problems or they must have had problems to go and get coaching. And do you know what? On a surface level, there was no problem. There was no problem on a surface level. But I have done enough work over the last four years that I have tapped into myself so much that I can't ignore anything. I cannot ignore anything. Now, there's people that will live and there'll be people in this lifetime that will never do the work that I do to the level I do it in this lifetime. And that's okay. But I truly believe that I have a mission and I cannot ignore it. Once I see it, once I feel it, I can't unsee it. And I can't unfeel it. I can't ignore it. I can't live that way. I don't want my relationship to be fine. I want my relationship to be incredible. And if it can't be, we need to know that separating and coming away from a relationship is okay. We have this program where it's like, you know, oh, you're married now and you have children, you know, unless it's really violent or it's really abusive, then you make it work for the kids. You stay with your partner, regardless of how you feel. And I've never agreed with that. Now, I have never agreed with that. And that's my truth. However, I know how I was brought up was that that was the case. Well, you know, you, you just make it work. You, it's not about you. It's about your kids. And this might be quite controversial to some people. They might agree with that. They might think, yeah, it's selfish. You know, you've got to put your kids' needs first. Yeah, I get it. Your children rely on you. But when you put everyone's needs before you, you are miserable and it's just existing. Who wants to just exist and scrape by? Every time we don't speak our truth because we think it will hurt someone, um, we are abandoning ourselves. And I really thought there was this like struggle with myself. There was like two versions of me, this version of me that had been programmed to be like, oh, you know, um, you have to put um, everyone's needs before yours and um, you have to just like, you know, seven out of 10 is okay. So you just accept that relationship that you have and you just continue. But there was this other part of me that was so deep and so knowing that it was like, no, I, I, there's just, there's got to be more. Like, do I just accept a seven out of 10 or do I work on it to get a 10 out of 10? Do I ensure that, you know, intimacy is important. How do we work on that? How do we as a couple ensure that we are having a conscious relationship rather than just, you know, a relationship where like your best friends and maybe you just get a wee bit intimate now and then, but it's not deep. There's no, there's no depth to it. Um, and so anyway, I, I went on this journey. We went on this journey as a couple, but as an individual, I went on this journey too. And as an individual, Daryl went on this journey. Um, and it's opened me up so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was so much resistance there. There was so much fear, um, so much vulnerability. I mean, talk about vulnerability. That is probably the most vulnerable I've ever felt sitting opposite my partner, actually probably for the first time in my life, telling a partner, how I really felt saying those words felt painful. 
because my mind was jumping in saying, no, you can't see this, you can't see this, it's not safe, it's not safe. And I remember being in a session sitting saying, I don't feel safe right now and I burst into tears. Nothing was happening to me. Nothing was happening at all. But the way I felt was unsafe and really terrified to be that raw and that vulnerable. I wanted to run away, I wanted to escape. But here's the thing, there was something that was saying to me, no, like in my mind, I had battled in my mind thinking, right, okay, there's something missing in my relationship. I, you know, there's something really missing. There's a, like, I, I need to leave this relationship, but you know what? I didn't. And in that moment, I decided to go as deep, deep as I possibly could to try my very best to work through this with no attachment at the other end. And that's the key part here, non-attachment. So if you do the work, being non-attached to the outcome. So if you do the work and you still feel like, actually, I love this person deeply, but I don't want to spend the rest of my life in an intimate relationship with this person and that's okay. Being willing to let that person go and know that it is the best thing for you and for that person, even though it will be painful, even though it will hurt, actually looking at it more from what is what is the truth here? The truth is that actually, yes, there might be some pain, but the pain is there because we are attached. The pain is there because we are so focused on fixing someone or changing someone or making someone see our point of view or being right about something that we get so attached to it. And when they don't show up that way for us, we get so frustrated, so angry, so emotional, so resentful. But the truth is, we're not in this business to change people. Every single person is on their own soul's journey. Your job is not to change them. Your job is to be your most authentic self, to ask for what you want, to speak your truth, even though your voice shakes, and to be willing to put it all on the table, knowing that you may lose the very thing that you felt you needed to keep you alive, to keep you living. And this is where I talk a lot about this in other episodes is choosing attachment over authenticity. We would rather be attached to something and be inadverted commas, socially accepted and not rejected rather than live our truth. But when we live our truth, we can't get it wrong. You can never get it wrong when you live your truth. Knowing that, making that choice that I will do everything I, I, I can here and I will bear my soul and I will speak my authentic truth and I will be vulnerable. Knowing that if it doesn't work, that's okay. Because we can consciously uncouple from a relationship. Because what we are teaching, particularly if we have children, we are teaching our children that they don't have to stay in a relationship where they're not fully happy, they're not fully seen. And I think that is a real lesson for our children and future generations, one that 
I wasn't particularly taught and I know my mum probably wasn't particularly taught and, and the generation before her definitely wasn't it was to stay in a relationship and make it work regardless but I see it around me so many relationships that are great and they have incredible qualities and strengths in the relationships but there's huge parts of it where needs aren't being met and communication is poor and deep intimacy is lacking and I really want to shine light on the fact that it doesn't need to be that way when you take full responsibility for your life your truth and your needs like you've got to take full responsibility for your needs what do you want what do you need how can you meet that need for yourself number one before you expect anyone else to meet that need for you this isn't about my partner's not doing this he's not doing that she's not doing that she's being this way he's being that way it's not about blame 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 our partners whoever they are are mirroring back to us parts of ourselves that we are not looking at and I'm telling you this from experience every single relationship that I have had was always great at the start and a year or two well probably two to three years in I started to get that feeling that I got in every single relationship. And I mean, everyone where I started to feel like I needed to pull back. And then I started to feel like they weren't showing up for me. And there was real sort of a push pull of the dynamics and a power struggle in the dynamics of the relationship. I would shut down. I wouldn't let them in. I would end the relationship. I would always end the relationship and then I would move on to another relationship, hoping it would be different. But two to three years in, the same thing happened again. And I've shared this before where another coach I worked with in this space a few years ago called me a frog farmer and she said that I turned princes into frogs. Now, it was a bit of a joke, right? But that's the first time in my life that I thought, is it me? because I didn't believe it was me. I believed it was them because guess what? The evidence told me it was them. The evidence told me that they were quite selfish. They um, would try and dominate me, try and control me and tell me what to do. And I'll tell you that that just never works with me. I'm definitely a person that can't be told what to do. (laughs) Like anyone that knows me knows that. Don't tell me what to do. Um, So I would just be like, goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye to this relationship. Um, But it was funny because we want to be right and we get to be right. And that's the energy that I was putting out. It was like affirmed to me that after two years, three years, this person's going to do what they all do. And oh yeah, of course the universe went, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want that? Here you go. Because I would be saying, this is what I don't want. But if I'm putting out of the energy of what I don't want, that's what I'm getting. Because I'm in that vibrational state of, this is what I don't want. So of course I'm attracting it. It's so funny. And and I couldn't believe that it actually had to start with me working on me. Oh my goodness, what a journey it has been. And, you know, I'm just going to tell you right now, Daryl and I are good. You know, we're not separating. But the difference is, right, the difference is I'm not scared of that now. 12 months ago, terrified 
terrified to separate and, you know, rock my children's world, take away from them something that, oh, the only thing that they know, you know, that was, that was on me. And I was like, how can you ever do that? You can never do that. Yes, I can. And if you're in that place, yes, you can too. You can do that because you are showing your children that they don't have to stay in a relationship where they are not fully happy. And I'm not saying you split up with someone because they don't do the dishes or you have an argument, right? That's life. That's life. But if you are really struggling and not having your needs met, it's okay to consciously uncouple. I remember everyone laughing at Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin when they did the whole consciously uncoupling thing. They had it nailed because they have a great relationship now. You can be two amazing parents and not be together. And what I'm saying is I'm not afraid to do that now. It doesn't scare me. Would I be excited about it? Of course I wouldn't. Of course it would upset people. But it's a different way of looking at it. It's knowing that these beliefs and these programs that are hardwired into us are just bullshit because what it does is it stops us speaking our truth. It stops us asking for what we want because we don't think that we deserve more because we're programmed to believe that we don't. We're programmed to, to stay in sexless, loveless, intimacyless relationships where there's the communication's crap because we have children. We need to change that narrative. But before you do that, before you start going, oh my God, Jill, right, that's it. I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell my partner that's it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, right? Because what will happen is if you do not work on your stuff, trust me, because I, I know firsthand, right, you will take it into your next relationship. Like your next relationship the same thing will happen because if you cannot work on that piece of you that goes really deep, that vulnerable piece of you where there's maybe some pain, um, you're holding on to some shame, there's some real shadows in there that need to be worked on, then you're going to take it into your next relationship. We all love the honeymoon phase, you know, it's amazing, there's tons of sex, it feels great, but you know when that honeymoon phase starts to fade, which, you know, it does, the mask falls down, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, the mask falls down, and suddenly you're not just physically naked, you are emotionally naked, and they get to see all those parts of you without the mask because in the beginning you you're so excited you're buzzing like you know your sexual energy is high and you think oh god I, you know I, you, you, you only really see what you want to see you only really see what you want to see in that relationship there's no real bad but when it starts to calm down that honeymoon phase and you see that person and you know their entirety and they see you that's when all the masks from both sides fall off um that's when the real work begins. And if you haven't done the work on yourself, ladies, you're going to have the same issue coming up time and time again. Do the work on you. Meet your needs for yourself. And if you do not know what that is, like, start to get to understand it. When you connect to your sexual energy, it is next level. Like, I... I actually feel like apart from being like mega in the honeymoon phase of each relationship, you know, the first time I had sex, I was 17. Um, 
And then I was always kind of in longish term relationships. I was never kind of the one night stand person that just wasn't my thing. Um, but again, that was my programs. I, you know, for me, I've got to always feel safe when I have sex. I see sex as uh, it's really intimate and I need to feel safe. If I don't feel safe, like if someone's quite passive aggressive or, or there's been shouting or I, you know, there's a funny energy and I don't feel safe there, then that's me, right? Everyone is different. But I didn't really know this about myself until I started doing the work. So start to do the work on you. Start to understand what is missing. What do you really want? What are you not asking for? What are you frustrated about? Because often we project our frustrations outward to our partner, but it's, it's, basically a mirror it's like well what are you frustrated with with yourself are you really asking for what you want because often we just lose the lose the tatty with the partner who's like not emptied the dishwasher or left this packet of crisps and his can of juice empty can of juice at the side of the couch right um and we're like furious at that and we lose it but that that's not the thing it's not the thing it's because you know you have a deep desire which is the most natural thing to crave connection, to crave intimacy and passion. Like who doesn't want that? I honestly love it at the start. I loved it at the start. It was amazing. And then, you know, because of my stuff, being, you know, struggling to be vulnerable, struggling to have those difficult, uh, awkward conversations, I just shut off. Um, and then I would end it. So I now know for me, it is absolutely about safety. It's about speaking my authentic truth. It's about asking for what I want. It's about getting time alone and not, not making it about them. Like when I take myself away now for a few days here and there, I never would have asked for that before because I thought, well, you know, um, Daryl be annoyed. And do you know what? He was a little bit, to be honest, in the beginning, because he made it about him. But obviously we've worked on this together and it's been a journey, but I wanted to make that work. I wanted to go on that journey with him because I believe it's worth it. I believe that I cannot, you know, walk away from something without fully understanding myself on the deepest level and being non-attached, not making his stuff about me and him not making my stuff about him. And it's not about that. It's about asking for what you want and having having the having the balls you know to do it and I'm not saying it's easy geez oh I've been on this journey for four years and working on it and I'm still working on it but that is why I created a program um which is the s word and if you've been following me on Instagram you'll have heard me talking about that this week I've created this program called the s word it's a half day workshop and it starts on Sunday the 6th of March um, and it's 9.30am till 12.30pm so it's three hours and it's going to be incredible so I am inviting you if you are in this space or anything that I've said to you today is resonating with you then why don't you come on this workshop that I'm creating it's going to be an epic space for you to understand that you are not alone like you are not alone. I know hundreds of people that are struggling in this space, but 
there's like, oh my God, I, you know, I, I can't do that course. Or I can't do this because, you know, then they'll know that there's a problem in my relationship. It doesn't even mean that there's a huge problem in your relationship. But if you want to take your relationship to an extraordinary level, then this workshop may help you do that. Then why wouldn't you want to do it? You know, um, and it's only £99, guys. I'm priced it super affordable and accessible to everyone. Like what you will get back is so much more than £99 worth of value. I promise you that. Um, you're going to get so much value um, in this workshop. So if you are struggling to connect to your own sexual layer of your being and you aren't sure how to get it back or you perhaps um, hold shame in this space and feel embarrassed about the lack of connection and intimacy you have with your partner, this could be for you. I mean, you might be more friends than lovers and you're not sure where to go with that, then again, this workshop could be for you. Um, you know, you might not be in a relationship right now, but you might recognize things that I'm saying, like you might move from relationship to relationship. And there's a pattern that seems to emerge where you perhaps really struggle with vulnerability um, and connection. And so I want to just ask you if that issue then come and join this program because it's going to be epic and it's just a wee hefty workshop but I'm excited I am bringing so much to it you are going to get um you're going to leave I'm not saying that you're going to like have this like epiphany where oh god I'm just I feel so connected to my sexual layer and now I'm like ready to have sex with my partner and it's amazing I'm not saying that's going to happen in three hours but what I will tell you is that you will get so much value and you will come away with so much more clarity connection and safety and steps to move forward um I have trained and invested tens of thousands of pounds in the last four years I am an intuitive coach I work with people in this space and I coach powerfully so I'm taking all of my teachings trainings um, everything that I've embodied and I am putting this into a masterclass um, for you guys so I am going to drop the links below and I would love you to come and join me or if this isn't for you but you think it could be for someone you know and I know it I know there's there's someone that you know that needs to do this if it's not you like if it's you and you are like 10 out of 10 intimacy all of that stuff connection communication if that's you amazing I applaud you I bow to you because I know that that is amazing. And when you are connected to that energy, you are manifesting like super, super quick. And it is easy. It's really easy. Because the sexual energy, we need that. We need to be connected to that to manifest. Like that's the seed of creation. We were created from a seed in that space, you know, an egg and a sperm. And you know, we, we were created in that sexual space. So the power as a woman, when you are in this space, holy freaking shit, everything changes. I used to manifest pretty easily, but oh my God, now it's like, it feels like I am so connected and taken care of that um, I just feel in flow and I feel like I trust myself. I honor myself. I speak my truth. Um, 
this was the missing piece for me, guys. This was like, I would speak my truth in every other way. I was connected to every other chakra. I could connect to source energy, all of the things, but that was the missing piece for me. That was the piece that I could never get to. I could, no matter how much I couldn't get to it. And then in 2021, it all finally fell into place. Hallelujah. Um, I believe my soul has a mission to really help people in this space, particularly people that are in long-term relationships and are feeling like there's a real lack of intimacy and connection. Um, you know, this isn't for you if your relationship's perfect or you're in a brand new relationship and you're like, oh, my sex is amazing and all this stuff, right? It always is. But I'm talking to you if you are someone that is in a relationship and there's a bit of a struggle there. It could be a huge struggle or it could be a little struggle. Nevertheless, don't ignore it because it doesn't go away. I promise you it will eat away at you speaking firsthand at this. Um, so I'm going to drop the links in the show notes, guys. I wanted to share this with you because, you know, I speak about it. There's bits and pieces that I've spoken about, but never to this degree. And it's so vulnerable for me to speak like this because it's not just about me. It involves other people. And there's probably people that have listened to this that I used to go out with and they're like, what? Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, it is. But God, if I can bring this back, you know, I've been in a relationship for 13 years. If I can bring this back after this long, then holy shit, let's like, let's, let's be helping other people do this, Angel. Um, you know, don't go into, don't end a relationship and go into another one without doing this work. Um, Get it back, girls. Get it all back. Bring back the juice. Bring back the passion. Bring back the love. Bring back the connection to the self. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what 2022 brings. And it all starts now. And it starts um, on the 6th of March, 9.30 a.m. till 12.30 p.m. UK time. It's on Zoom, £99. You'll also get the recording. So you're there live and you also get the recording. Oh, epic, 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 epic. Um, I'm back again um, next week with another cracking guest. And oh, my guest. Oh, my God. My guest is just amazing someone that I have admired for a few years now and oh she's in the industry and she's epic so can't wait to share that guys anyway please come and join join the s word join the s word sign up I'll drop in the links any questions drop me a message but get yourself signed up take your relationship to the next level and just feel super connected oh, to yourself have an awesome weekend lots of love everyone bye